Okay, so this is the Wondering Tailgaters, and uh, we have been away for a bit. It's been a busy fall for us, and it's not just been the college football. I got Sean back today. Yes, thanks for having me back, and uh, it's good to be back with the Wandering Tailgaters. Uh, I missed it. Yeah, I know. I've missed having you because I hate just talking to myself. I mean, we did have uh, <laughs> Dave White on the other day, and that was um, really great to talk to Dave. I mean, Dave and I have uh, talked back and forth through the social media forever about um, college sports, and it just was a great guest. And He's a, another writer. He's a, a great writer. Um, and if you haven't heard that one, I recommend anyone to take a listen back at that. Um, but Sean, let's let's talk a bit about what you've been up to. Uh, I haven't heard from much from you. Busy? You've been pretty busy. Uh, yeah, I've definitely been busy. Um, uh, I've been doing a lot of music stuff and uh, and a lot of festivals and stuff like that. Um, I think last time I talked to you, I was getting ready to do the Wormtown Music Festival. I did that. Um, done a couple shows after that. So yeah, I've been I've been busy. In a lot of ways, traveling to something like a festival is a bit like getting to a college football game. I mean, as far as the transportation and all the things you kind of have to get together, the tickets and the lodging, if if it's not one of the overnight ones. Um, do you Did you find that um, some of the people were going through some of the same experience as far as like getting there and, and getting situated for the event, getting tickets? Uh, yeah, it's sort of, it, it, there's similarities. It's uh you know, it's thousands of people all going to the same place, which, you know, and, uh, you know, people are drinking and partying and stuff. So, and cooking food and camping and things like that. So, yeah, there, there's definitely a lot of similarities to music festivals and, and football games and tailgating. There's, there's quite a few similarities. So, so while you've been doing all this, have you been able to keep up on the, uh, the, the Knowles this, uh, this season so far? Yeah, I've been lacking the past couple. I've I've been keeping up, not as good as I was the first couple weeks of the season, but I I, I have been keeping up a little bit. I I, I like to w- watch my um, Knowles twenty four seven Facebook lives with Josh Newberg. Haven't been as great about following those of the past couple weeks, but I, I catch them when I can, and um, and I'm I'm definitely still following the Knowles better than I thought I would this year. Um, as far as like time available to do that not i'm not following college football as much as i'd like to this year just because i work um eight to four on saturdays i work a job a part-time job on saturdays and it kills me i, I hate not being able to see college game day in the, in the on saturday mornings i used to love i, I love watching college game day at the board i seen everybody get pumped up i really missed that so i've been struggling watching a lot of the day games but you know i still watch the games after four o'clock and stuff so and luckily most of the Knowles games have been at three thirty. so i watch them on my iphone at work <laughs> don't tell my boss that. yeah so. right so the, the re, it's a bit of a rebuild and i know um recently we've had a couple teams like usc and oregon that, and texas that have gone through complete rebuilds that are um not as much usc but oregon and texas i've seen started to see the turn the corner turn a bit um uh, you guys at Florida State, Nebraska uh, are two teams I think of. I mean, Nebraska, uh, you guys are quote unquote rebuilding, but you're four and three, so you're you're going to be in a bowl game, which is nice. Nebraska just won their first game today, beating Minnesota. Um, how do you feel about the rebuild? Well, if we we don't know if we're going to be in a bowl game. We have to win two more games to be in a bowl game, and that we we got to. I think we have a chance to win two more games, but it's going to be a struggle. Our next our schedule coming up is 
probably one of the toughest in the country. We play a ranked opponent every single week except Boston College. Our next game is against Clemson. I don't think we're winning that game. You never know. The quarterback um, could get injured again. It could be a Syracuse <laughs> uh, type thing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's true. Trevor, uh, what's his name? Uh, Lawrence. Trevor Lawrence. He got, yeah, he got injured against Syracuse. Uh, that was interesting for a while. The media was really uh, pumping that up that he wasn't going to be back and they were – Wondering if Kelly Bryant was going to come back, but that's a whole other story. Yeah, we talked about. I actually but, talked um, about that a bit last time. I, I have a friend that's a Clemson fan, and she said she didn't even want him back. I think they, the whole team pretty much has turned his back on him. Yeah. We'll talk <laughs> Nick Bosa later, but anyway, continue. Sorry, <laughs> but yeah, um, uh, I mean, we got we got Clemson next week. After that, we got NC State. Um, then we got Notre Dame. Then we have Boston College in Florida. You know, um, I, I we'll probably beat Boston College. I would hope anyway. So I, I could see us winning that. And maybe if we get lucky we'll beat Florida. I don't I don't think so. I think the best shot we have to for two more wins is against uh is against Notre Dame, believe it or not, because Notre Dame always seems to choke every year. And I haven't followed them the past couple weeks, but they always seem to squeak by. They they always seem to be in the top ten, but they're they always seem to squeak by in the top ten. I don't know how good they are right now, but um, I, I think we got a chance to beat Notre Dame if we're lucky. If we play up tempo and we get the offense going and everything, and the and you know the line issues are there, but uh, I'm I'm happy with I'm you know a lot of these Florida State fans they're miserable. They're always going to be miserable no matter who's coach. They they want Taggart gone already. They they want him fired. Um, they um. They're just not happy. They unless they're undefeated, and they're thirteen and zero. And even sometimes when 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 we won a national championship a few years back was it five years ago, they still aren't happy. Um, all I heard during the Jimbo Fisher years was, "Oh, bring Mickey Andrews back, bring Mickey Andrews back." Taggart brings him back, and now these fans are still unhappy. You know, like these, some of these fans are impossible to please, and they don't they don't like Taggart. They 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 want old school eye formation football. And they don't understand what he's trying to do. They're not. They're not into this new up tempo offense. They don't like it. Um, but I'm. I'm seeing progress. You know what they did against Miami was impressive. Taggart got very creative with the offensive line. He uh, he kind of moved things around and and you know he he out coached Mark Rich in that first half. I was impressed. I didn't. I thought they were going to get blown out by Miami, and all the experts predicted that. And um, they really played well. That was great progress. They couldn't finish, and they blew a 20-point lead, which is kind of ridiculous. A lot of those old-school fans were like, oh, you know, you, you got a 20-point lead. You, you don't run a hurry-up offense. But they don't understand what he's trying to do. He's trying to create a new um, offense, you know, a new, a new program where you just score and score and score. And in that game and in tonight's game against Wake Forest, I'm seeing flashes of Oregon. They're not quite running the hurry up as fast as Oregon does, but I'm starting to see little flashes of Oregon. They ran a play. They they scored tonight in about one of their first couple touchdowns. I think it was the second or third one. Um, they scored in about like 58 seconds. <laughs> that That's what Oregon does, you know? Um, and – if he gets that going consistently in, in two or three years, this could be a dangerous team in a couple years. The thing I do feel bad about is, um, you know, they have a quarterback now who I think if he's, you know, if they block for him, 
is a you know top five, potentially top five in all of college football quarterback. Um, he may not be around by the time this this team is is fully built, which is is you know that's upsetting to see. But otherwise, yeah, I mean you see the you see the progress being made, um, and another win today. And and they their schedule is ridiculously hard at the end. Um, <laughs> playing at Notre Dame after NC State and Clemson is tough. Um, even BC is in, well, BC is kind of up and down, but that they can be a very good team. Um, it, it's going to be a yeah. tough haul, but for them to get to the bowl this year would be nice. It's going to be hard. It's 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 probably unlikely that they'll get to a bowl this year. It's the street. I think they have a streak of forty-one consecutive winning seasons, and uh, it's it's something close to that for the amount of bowl times they've been in a bowl. I think it's like 41 or 42, but um, uh, I, I think if there's any year where they won't make a bowl, this would be it. Um, just because they're they're throwing all this new stuff at them. There's, these kids are still learning the new defenses and offensive schemes, and, and you know, most of these kids, uh, they got a coaching staff that they didn't ask for. They don't – they didn't want to – when they got recruited or – a hand most of the kids the juniors and seniors anyway they didn't want this coaching staff they wanted to they're stuck in their old habits you know they even francois you mentioned him earlier um i think he would be doing a lot better if jimbo fisher was still coach i mean he threw for three thousand yards his freshman year and, and he's nowhere near that right now and uh he's a great quarterback like you said i mean he'll go to the nfl eventually i think I think he'll be back next year, it sounds like, from what Josh Newberg was saying. And I, I don't think he has anywhere to go at the end of this year. I don't think he's done enough that yet this year to go to the NFL, although some teams would probably take him. Um, but I think he needs, for his draft stock purposes, he needs another year. Um, but he, he, uh, he's having trouble in this system. Um, he's starting to get a flow a little bit. He's you know he he did well against Miami, but he's throwing interceptions. He's fumbling the ball. He's just not used to this system. He he's stuck in old habits. He's sometimes he waits too. He had a great night tonight, but you know he's playing a crappy team, Wake Forest. Um, he had a great night tonight, but um, he, he the line he's stuck in his old habits with like a better line two years ago. And he's he's waiting sometimes to throw the ball too long. He's got to get it off quicker. He's, he did a lot better job tonight of getting the ball off quicker, and even against Miami. Um, but he he needs to take off and run too. And I think he's with his knee injury and stuff. He's afraid to run sometimes. Um, but yeah, you're right. It's a shame because he's a he's definitely going to be like a top t- first or second round draft pick. I think when he goes. But uh, it's a shame because he he would. If he has time to learn this system, he'll he would really be good. And then the knee injury and stuff, like he can't really run like he wants to. So, so you know, looking at the rest of college football this year, um, I've I've not been as into the game this year, and and that's weird because Ohio State is seven and zero, and they've already had that huge Penn State win and the TCU win, where it was half Ohio State fans in Texas. Um, I mean, we're already looking at like we can kind of guess who's going to be in the playoff already. The only team that's kind of new to the playoff that has a chance is Notre Dame. The ACC has just had a pretty bad year. Um, you're already starting to hear the, the Central Florida chatter, and as we speak right now, they are playing and losing mm. early in the first quarter to East Carolina, which is an 
Oh, wow. Tough game. Um, what are they, like 20, 20 straight wins now or 19 straight wins? Yeah, they're up to 19. Um, <laughs> they're not as good as they were last year, and I think a lot of people are probably paying more attention to them now. Last year's defense was really good. Um, that, not that they, you know, they've had a great year this year so far. They really haven't played anyone. Uh, you know, they beat Pitt really bad, and then Notre Dame barely beat Pitt, so you can kind of look at that, but... Uh, the problem with that, I don't want to talk too much about the American. The problem is Cincinnati lost to Temple today. So now you just have the two undefeated teams. Um, as we speak, UConn is actually winning at South Florida, but I, that won't hold up. <laughs> I can't believe South Florida's had mm. two drives and they haven't scored yet. U- UConn gives up a, 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 a score on like 80% of the drives against them. They're awful. Um, but So I think you're going to not be talking about that as much, the whole American and, and Central Florida and you're really looking at the SEC, Big uh, whoever wins the Big Ten, Ohio State or Michigan, um, maybe another SEC team, maybe Oklahoma. I really don't know how Texas can be considered, but they, I guess they might have a chance. West Virginia would still have a chance, which would be kind of a new team. But I think this year sort of shows it, it's it's tough to break into that, um, that elite group. Um, if I were to say, if Clemson loses a game, and everyone else sort of wins out. The ACC will not have a team um, more than likely in the playoffs this year, uh, and yeah. that's and that's too bad because uh, you know Clemson has been so good and they always put on a good show. But that's what it is. You you basically have to go undefeated, or you have to be like Ohio State or Alabama, or I guess you know I don't know who else is even. I'm trying to think of another one loss. Oklahoma, but that was a tough loss, and Oklahoma was a lot better last year too. Their defense is bad this year. Um, they were better today against TCU, but well, I think there's certain teams the committee wants there. You know, it shows a lot, um, especially when you look at like the year that Baylor and TCU got left out. Uh, the Pac-10 yeah. might be left out again this year, and it's hard to say how good the Pac-10 is because they haven't had a lot of games against some of these other leagues. Um, I know Cincinnati went and beat UCLA. <laughs> that doesn't say much. You know, it's just one mm-hmm. game, um, and Washington lost early on. Um, so. Uh, as I look at it, I, I'm a little bit less excited, but I, I did want to ask you this. So you and I have both come from the, the ticketing industry um, and the event industry. Yeah. Um, and I know you probably did more with concerts when we worked together or maybe baseball a little bit. But do, yeah, you kind of miss that yeah. um, that game game day, concert day, whatever day of experience and, and working <laughs> and, and behind the scenes on it? Um, yes and no. Um, I don't, I don't miss sitting in a cubicle, <laughs> um, but I do miss, you know, um, working on the, on the events and everything and sort of putting things on sale. That was fun. And, and, uh, you know, I do, I do miss the, the people that we worked with and, um, and, uh, you know, I worked in some box offices and stuff. That was a lot of fun. Um, getting to meet, you know, random celebrities when they pick up their tickets and stuff um and just just the general work one guy we worked with i don't want to say his name but he he was uh covering one of the baseball teams uh in a new stadium and he got put into this booth with dan marino (laughs) of all people (laughs) and i guess dan was pretty cool and it's funny thing is they're both from pittsburgh the the other guy was from pittsburgh as well and the game was in miami but you know dan's a a pittsburgh guy so it's kind of funny sure that's funny yeah but, uh, you know, I was actually thinking of my um, my last job. So after uh, I was working with you, I worked at a, comp- a competitor of that company. And I was covering mm. a college football game. It was uh, Tulane 
down in New Orleans. And, and I tell you, this was like the craziest trip. Uh, first of all, when you're traveling for business, don't forget your credit card. Cause I did. <laughs> and, and I don't think I had the right, I had the, I had my ATM card, which was linked to like my checking and not my savings account. And we had just put all the oh, money man. in the other account. So I had like 40 bucks to my name and I'm like, uh, <laughs> New Orleans has no public transportation and, and granted, yeah, I, I know this is the only time like I'd ever been in New Orleans and it's such a fun city. Um, I wanted to make it down this year. I had it all set to go see LSU Alabama. I, I might have something even better. Uh, in, I'm working on something even better, but uh, we'll get okay. to that later. But uh, so I get down there. I, I've got like zero money. And fortunately, one of my coworkers was there and um, he was a British guy. So he was, he was uh, in the States for about four weeks. And this was right after Brexit. So his his money was probably worthless because the, the, the pound took such a, a pounding. <laughs> <laughs> that's a bad pun um so i felt bad like asking him for anything but he you know basically paid for all my taxis and oh um, wow. but you know and it was like the thing about new orleans i mean you've been down down south and you know how hot it gets um that's yeah, i've been in new orleans too and it, it's yeah. the only time i've ever been somewhere and it rained and got hotter because that didn't <laughs> that didn't happen i mean i've been to orlando in that area many times and i've never seen like usually the rain kind of cools things down and it would rain and get hotter, and I'm just sweating to death, and I'm not even sure where I'm going to sleep that night. And you know, it's so busy, and and we've got uh, Tulane was in that in that Yulman Stadium, which is a really cool. It's a really small stadium, but it's a really cool stadium. I mean, there's not a bad seat in that stadium. And I remember uh, they're playing um, uh, they're playing an FCS school. I can't remember which one, but the cool thing is the guy I was with, his name's Darren. Um, we're we're just dying in the sweat and the heat and. He looks out and sees all the students sitting there and the game about to start. And he just looks over at me and says, you know, this is what it's all about right here. And we just sort of just the way it was, we could actually like walk almost onto the field the way that stadium was. Hmm. And we were just looking up at the stands and, and it was, you know, it was humid and hot, but everyone was just into the game. And, you know, that's one of my favorite memories, um, especially since Darren was able to bail me out as far as the the <laughs> lack of funds was concerned. I still got my bayonets and everything, but um, that makes me. I think I remember sad. seeing pictures of that on your Facebook. <laughs> oh yeah, I mean, I I had to. It was uh, it was crazy enough. Like I worked a regular week doing like a different type of job at that company, and then flew on at like three thirty on a Friday, uh, from from White Plains because there was no flights out of Hartford. Oh wow! It was uh, it was a crazy trip. Um, you know, I I think uh, in in hindsight, I probably wouldn't have pushed myself so hard. Like I wouldn't have like signed up to work Friday. I would have brought my credit card. You know, <laughs> my poor <laughs> wife, because remember, that's a time zone ahead. I, she had to like sign off for the room for me. And they're like, we, you'll have to call tomorrow if you want to do that again. I'm like, <laughs> so I'm like, Darren, can I sleep on your couch? He's like, yeah, but I'm taking a flight earlier than you. So I don't know what you're going to do after I check out. But I mean, it worked out. It was, it's, it's, sometimes it's that kind of like the stories that go along with the trip. And, and I do have a, I'm looking into making like a legendary bucket, top of the bucket list road trip this year. Um, so, you know, hopefully, uh, I think that one will go better, <laughs> you know, where's that going to be? Well, I, it looks like there's a pretty good chance I'm going to be going to Ohio state, Michigan this year nice. um, and nice. taking my mother because, you know, the big Buckeye fan, she used to go to those games all the time in the sixties and seventies. And, um, you know, this is sort of a, a nice thing that, uh, I've always wanted to do. So it looks nice. like it might happen. We're actually going to drive out there too, which would be interesting. Oh wow, that's a long drive. That's like ten hours. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> Lots of podcasts. 
They'll, they'll all be college. <laughs> they'll all be college football, though, of course. But um, yeah, I mean that—that's the thing. I miss that kind of stuff. I—I um, I don't miss like the. I would say almost like the draining of the fun of something. Like I, I'm a, a big baseball fan as well. Um, and I don't know how much you didn't have to work with many of the baseball teams when we were at that job together. Did you? I probably did one little thing here or there, but nothing major. I, I, I will say a certain team in the Midwest, which I don't have any, you know, I'm, I'll admit I'm a Yankee fan, but there's a certain team in the Midwest that I had to deal with that was so horrifically bad. They hated me. They would, you know, yell at me on the phone. It's like, you know, all my life being a baseball fan and having to deal with that, um, it's kind of weird. So it can kind of ruin it a bit. So I do kind of like being able to be a fan and just sort of like say what I want and enjoy what I want. Nice. Um, and we got the, you know, around here, uh, baseball so big. You got the Red Sox in the in the World Series. Um, I don't, th- you're not much of a baseball fan, I know. I'm not, no. I mean, I like the Yankees, but, um, it's it's just not my thing. That's all. I have to tell one non non college football story because it's my favorite one. <laughs> okay. So my grandfather, uh, who is a minor league baseball player, also an all American running back uh, in high school. In fact, him and and uh, Arkell Newsom are the only two all American running backs ever to come out of Connecticut. Oh wow! But you know he he played for he my uh, my grandfather went to Army and by Army I mean the U.S. Army in World War II. So he just played uh, minor league baseball. He didn't play uh, pro football. But uh, big, big Red Sox fan his whole life, and um, he'd passed away. He was 91, so his whole life, the Red Sox had only won those two World Series, like, you know, uh, 2004, 2007. But they, they won yeah. both of those on the road. So the only time they ever won it at home was the 2013 series with the Cardinals. And uh, I, I talked to someone at Fenway. Uh, one of the people, they're, they're great people in the box office at Fenway. And I, I said, you know, I'd love to go to a World Series game. They didn't know I was a, a Yankee fan either. All those years, I kind of hid that working with them. So uh, I, I went with a buddy of mine who had kind of pulled strings in the past for me to get to meet Don Mattingly. Um, oh, wow. Yeah, I, I kind of let him buy the tickets. It was it was a weird thing because I actually had to do a little work that for that game and I was going to take off like kind of after that. Um, they, they had a bunch of stuff that I'd be set up for for that game six when they came back. Uh, anyway, so I brought a picture of my grandfather. I stuck it on the, we were sitting like right where the, uh, the camera goes uh, in center field. Okay. And I stuck a picture of my grandfather on the camera. A lot of people were doing stuff like that, like not you know, behind the camera so no one could see it. Right. Um, you know, we watched the game and as it goes on, you know, this was a blowout. We knew the Red Sox are going to win and, and I'm a diehard Yankee fan. And it was just kind of like, it just got weird after a while sitting there with all these fans and they're so super superstitious, like wouldn't let me touch the pen, wouldn't let me walk over their leg or something. I don't know. Uh, and, the, huh. and then, you know, it just, they, the Red Sox win and it's, it's kind of a cool thing to see. And after about five minutes of it, you're like, yeah, I'm going to leave now. And, <laughs> and as I'm walking, as I'm walking out, I look down on the warning track and the picture of my grandfather has fallen onto the field and is sitting in the oh, little wow. bay area where the air uh, on the field, on the warning track where the door is, where the ambulance is open. And I saw oh, it man. down there, and I thought that was kind of cool because, you know, I'm not a Red Sox fan, um, but they are a New England team. I consider myself a New Englander. I thought that was pretty cool. Um, that was one of the weirder experiences I've had. But Interesting. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah, anyway, it's not good. I'm talking about all this when we have so much college football to talk about. But um, <laughs> So, yeah, we, I mean, we've talked a bit about how your team's going to close out the year. Have you seen my Buckeyes play at all? 
I saw him play earlier in the year, but I think I watched a game, a little bit of the game that they played. What they played last week? Ah, oh, was that the bye week? I'm trying to remember. Uh, they had. Um, uh, why am I blanking on that? They're playing Purdue today. Um, man, I'm totally blanking. That. That's not good, right? <laughs> did you see the Penn State game? <laughs> I, did, at I all? did see him play a little bit, not a ton, but and I thought they they looked really good actually. Um, they look better than previous years. Um, previous previous years, I always thought they played a weak schedule, but they look really, really good this year. Um, and uh, I don't know a lot about them, but from what I've seen, they they do look a lot better than previous years. And the big the Big Ten's not as good as it was last year, which helps a bit too. Iowa's not as good. Michigan State's not as. They have like no wide receivers on scholarship or something ridiculous like that. Um, Michigan yeah. is very good defensively. The offense is. Pretty average. They're playing. They were playing Michigan State today. It was seven yeah, seven in the third quarter. Uh, Michigan pulled that one out twenty one seven. And okay. then Wisconsin was playing in the snow today against Illinois. Out of nowhere, it snowed. I mean, blizzard. Wow. I mean, the second quarter wow. of that game was a blizzard. <laughs> um, wow. So you know, the, I think Ohio State is probably pretty safe going into the Michigan game, as safe as they can be. You know, that's that's never. You know that you can. They've lost games to Iowa and, and Michigan State, and even before Urban Meyer, they would like occasionally lose a game to Illinois out of nowhere. Um, yeah, it, it's. I think they're going to be undefeated heading into Michigan State. I would assume. I should say into Michigan. I'm pretty sure Michigan will have just that one loss to Notre Dame at the start of the year, and I think whoever wins that game, it's in Columbus. Uh, probably that if they win the Big Ten, it's probably getting a playoff spot. Um, I'm a little nervous about Michigan, though. I, you know, I'm not convinced Alabama won't fall. Um, they, I think it was week seven, not last week, but the week before, they played Missouri. Missouri's three and three, and they were they were like they're probably three and two at that point, or three and well, they're four and three now because they beat Memphis. They or they, I think they actually they're still playing that game. They are pounding memphis right now which is okay well they weren't that good when they were playing alabama they didn't have a great record and alabama only beat them by 29 points i thought alabama should have beat them by like by like 30 or by like 40 or 50 like i know missouri's traditionally good in the sec but for for bama to only win a game by 29 points against missouri I, i didn't think that was that good and i thought and I think a lot of years Bama is overrated because they're hyped up by the media and the media wants them to win and the committee wants them to win and, and everybody just expects them to win because they're Alabama and they win all the time. So they kind of have an edge in that way where everyone's just saying, oh, well, Bama's going to win. It's all, it's, it's a guarantee. And, and you know, I, I, they've had years where they've been worse than they are this year, but I think I don't think there is – I, I think they're always often more hyped up than and, – and I think that they are beatable this year, I think. You know, I I think the offense is definitely better this year. I'm, I, I, I still don't know – you know, they, they do try to play that one opening game every year against a decent team, and they got Florida State that was very down last year. They had, an L, they had a Louisville this year who is just horrible – I mean, they're almost Rutgers bad. Um, yeah. I don't – I mean, they have to play at LSU. Auburn's a, a very – Auburn always plays well against obviously a rivalry game, but Auburn really does step up and play well. Um, yeah. They, they took Tennessee apart pretty good today, but 
Um, not uh, Tennessee was coming off a big win last week, but they really have kind of struggled this year. I don't, I don't, and then they'll probably get Georgia, assuming that Georgia doesn't lose a game. They've already beaten Florida, who's in se- uh, second place on their side. So they're probably going to have to beat Eric Georgia 11th, again. And yeah. if they win those games, I'll be a little bit more convinced. But you're right. They really haven't. I mean, A&M's decent. Uh, but other than that, they really haven't played um, one of the top teams yet, even in the SEC. Yeah. And if you look at some of these other teams, like Oklahoma's already played the well, – I guess West Virginia would be one of the top teams. But they pretty much have already played the good teams in the, the um, big Big 12 – Clemson's already played NC State, which is uh, <laughs> the ACC is down, but that is the second best team in the ACC. Clemson destroyed NC State today, didn't they? Win like thirty to nothing. Oh, they were up big. I didn't see the end, but yeah. you know, <laughs> they killed them. I wasn't expecting that. I was not. I thought NC State wasn't that that good. I was not super they're ranked sixteenth. Yeah, well, like, they were like undefeated. I think they're kind of a team that just sort of fell into that ranking. I don't know. Okay. I mean, NC State's probably not going to lose more than one more game. They're probably going to go ten and two. Yeah, um, they do have uh, Florida State, of course, but yeah, um, yeah. It just, I think, it gets back to the whole thing. I'm just not as hyped about the playoff, you know, the playoff race this year. I wish someone would kind of come out of nowhere, um, but it, you know, in Notre Dame going undefeated, obviously they would get in. They do have some some challenges coming up, though. They still have. Uh, Florida State. They still have. Um, uh, boy, I'd have to look up who they still. Have. I know. I know. I looked it up before, and they were pretty stacked. And the, they were second half schedule was much more difficult. Notre Dame will probably beat Florida State, but I, I think if, if I think that's a game Florida State could possibly win. But yeah, the, the, Notre Dame will probably beat them. But it, 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 like I said, every year, like there was a, one year. When Notre Dame played Bama and they had no business being in the national championship games, I think that was one of the last years of the BCS, if I'm not mistaken. Or maybe it was a no, it wasn't a playoff. It, it was, was the, it was the actual championship game. Yeah. I, I was actually watching that yeah. game with a bunch of people who played for Chip Kelly at New Hampshire, which was a, a real mm-hmm. fun time. But that yeah, that game was over quickly. <laughs> yeah, and you knew it was gonna be. I knew it was gonna be before that happened because it was like. Their schedule. Somebody else deserved to be there. I forget who it was. Oh, here's their schedule. By um, the way, I'll give you their, their remaining schedule. Okay. Uh, Navy, okay. who is actually very down this year, not the usual strong Navy team. Uh, Northwestern, okay. who I think they barely beat Rutgers today. Then they got Florida State. Then they have Syracuse, which started really good, is sort of leveled off a bit. Syracuse could beat them. Uh, it's it's the game is in. I think that's like in a Meadowlands game. I can't remember. Uh, then they have okay. USC on the road, which is. You know that'd be something if they were to go eleven and zero oh, and lose to USC, if they would be treated the same way some of the the conference champions that go eleven and one are. Hmm. I don't know. I don't. I don't think they will. And I, I think Notre Dame is going to realize this year if that that happens that they need to get into a conference full time. That's another thing. Yeah, that's kind of ridiculous. That they're kind of independent, but they're kind of in the ACC. Like they need to make up their goddamn minds. They shouldn't be allowed to do that. Well, we're kind of like in between here. So, like, how is that? There's got to be some money involved or something that's I think making that happen. They're in the Big but... Ten for lacrosse, which is weird. Did you know that UConn and <laughs> and the University of Florida are the two best teams in the Big East in women's lacrosse? So that's how weird it gets with these oh, wow. these other sports. <laughs> yeah, I remember that. I was at a Florida game a couple of years ago, and they had the Big East champion Florida Gator lacro- women's lacrosse team there, and how they beat UConn. I'm like, huh. <laughs> 
<laughs> hey, do you know it's what's funny? UConn has more titles since they left the Big East uh, than than Georgetown, if you count field or lacrosse, field hockey, <laughs> in, in all sports. I mean, and, and and of course, technically, UConn did not live leave the Big East. The Big East took the name, and the other schools left Cincinnati, U, UConn, and South Florida. But I had to get that in because I I get killed by UConn fans on that one. But <laughs> yeah, so I mean, that's sort of where I am. I mean, um, obviously, I'm looking forward to Michigan, Ohio State. But what else? Uh, what are you looking forward to as it winds down here? Um, you know, I always I always like to watch the Auburn um, Alabama game because Auburn usually gives them a, mm. a decent game, and um, that's usually a fun game, no matter who's who's uh, do, whose record is what. You know, that's yeah. LSU Alabama is a fun one too. I always like that one. Um, of course, Florida Florida State. You know. I don't think Florida State is going to beat Florida this year, but you always like that. It's it's the rivalry game. Honestly, if 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 Florida State can beat Florida this year, I think a lot of fans will be happy with just that, even if they don't make a bowl or whatever. But well, they probably that would that probably would be win number six, assuming they beat Boston College, who's kind of like Syracuse sort of tailed off a little bit here. Yeah, I mean, if they lost all the rest of their games and they beat Florida, people people would be more acceptable of that, and uh, they they'd get ease up on Taggart a bit. Um, but, uh, you know, there's that, but what other games, uh, let's see, Oregon Stanford already happened. Stanford won that one. I like, I always like to watch that. Oh, I, I've got a breaking score here. <laughs> it's kind of cool. We're doing this Uh-oh. during the games. Uh, S- central <laughs> Florida has tied Eastern, uh, East Carolina. So oh, wow. that horrible, yeah, horrible watching... trap game. It's three to three right now. <laughs> I'm watching, uh, LSU and Mississippi state seven, three LSU. I see that. Yeah. Been this way for a while. Um, and UConn has actually <laughs> held South Florida off the scoreboard for a quarter and three minutes. Wow. Oh, wow. <laughs> wow. That's like you would think usually South Florida UConn's would be doing way better. 21 nothing at this point to Rhode Island. Yeah, UConn has one win. <laughs> hey, speaking of, uh, one win. Speaking of, I already mentioned Temple beating Cincinnati kind of takes the wing, uh, wind out of that league a bit. Uh, Temple did beat Maryland, which beat Texas. No one wants to remember that one when Texas is just beating Oklahoma, but um, having that temple uh, now is tied with uh, central Florida for the most wins in the American kind of takes a little bit of the fun out, but yeah, we'll see. Uh, what, what other games? Uh, I'm trying to think. Well, we got Oregon, Oregon state. We have Washington, Washington state. Oh, that's a fun one. Interesting yeah. This year, uh, Washington, Civil War Washington is state is a better team. So when they play Washington, that's going to be fun. The Thanksgiving Day runs are usually pretty good. Who else, who plays around Thanksgiving usually? Well, we do have Oklahoma, West Virginia right around then. Okay. And that, that'll be interesting because West Virginia is just this, like that odd duck of the um, Big 12 just because they're so far away from all the other schools. And they've quietly gone, what, 5-1, and 6-1? I don't know if they've had their buy yet, but they, they only have one loss. There's There's some weird teams, too, that have like – like some of like Weber State and some weird teams like that that have like uh, Thanksgiving bowls and stuff like that. I forget what they're. Um... I would, I, you know, UConn and Rutgers tried <laughs> to do this, the Thanksgiving thing for two years, one or two years, and it just it didn't catch on. I kind of wish it had. Even the high school teams don't okay. play on Thanksgiving anymore. Yeah, I mean, it's we, true, we just yeah. had what the hundredth Ansonia Derby game last weekend. Was it the hundredth? I can't remember. It was. It was yesterday. Yeah, I went to it actually. I went to the first half. It was the ninety sixth actually. Yeah. yeah. I could do uh, college football, but I need Sean Patrick Boley on my show. 
You know? Yeah, you should. I should get him to come on and talk Syracuse because he's a big Syracuse fan. He probably would too. He probably would. You know, and he lo- he's loved every year a minute of UConn being awful uh, in every sport the last couple of years. <laughs> I could imagine. Yeah. If only uh, Dino Babers had called a timeout against Clemson, it'd all be different. In that last drive when uh, Clemson was scored the game-winning touchdown, they. You know the beat. You could just see the Syracuse linemen with all their hands on their side, and like they just couldn't keep up with it. And he had three timeouts left. He he. They ended that game with three timeouts. Wow. Yeah. Anyway, I digress. Let's not go into that. I've I've actually talked about yeah. that one a lot because I actually found myself pulling <laughs> for Syracuse, even though I usually root for Clemson. Wow. But yeah. Well, it's been great catching up with you, and we'll have to do this again soon since it's a little bit too cold now to have all these. Uh, uh, live shows outdoors. I actually wanted to set up my um, outdoor viewing area today for Ohio State Purdue, but it might be a little bit too cold. It's getting cold out there for <laughs> sure. I would still go to a UConn game though, like this tailgate. Hey, they got UMass coming <laughs> up for the Chowder Bowl, even though you don't like Chowder. When is that? That's next week, I think. That's the next home game. I know that. It's the homecoming game. Uh, UMass is not. UMass was pretty decent last year. They're not as good this year. I mean, this is the UConn team that now still has a lead on South Florida, but what day is that? I gotta look it up. I think it's okay, maybe right. next. I gotta, I'll check it. You know, Saturday. Brian, Brian's wings. Uh, I actually broke down and made my own smoker the other day out of an old charcoal oh, wow. grill, and just because I miss those wings so much, and they came out okay. They weren't the same as his, but <laughs> yeah, he's a good. Chris. You know, Great as coach. it's funny, I've set up in the basement to get away from my family, and this is where I used to work, and I have all these old ticket stubs. And the sad thing is I did pull out my UConn season ticket thing that I have, and I'm looking at the schedule. They had, like, Baylor and Louisville coming in to play games there. It's so different than it used oh, to wow. be, you know? Wow. But that's how it goes. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's been a pleasure, Sean. Thank you. Yeah, it's, uh, I just want to say before we leave, you know, uh, Florida State fans need, and, and even the media, the media was calling for his head a couple weeks ago. Uh, they need to give Willie Taggart a chance. You know, if he, if he's still having a shitty season like this uh, in three years, um, then talk about firing him. But they were they were talking about after like two when he was like one and two or something. They're like, oh, he's 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 on the hot seat. He's on the hot seat. You got to give a, a brand new coach at least two or three years. So just wanted to say that before we left. Yeah, I I, I agree with you, <laughs> and I think um, that program can sustain. I, I mean, that's that is a like a, I wouldn't say like the Mount Rushmore, but it's like one of the top 10 great programs and i think they can sustain yeah i mean everybody's every every anybody would love to coach there any top coach but you know 70 to 80 percent of it is recruiting and um taggart's he's got that recruiting edge and um he, maybe he's not the greatest coach i was talking to my buddy who goes to see um tonight who goes to see uh oregon games he used to play semi-pro ball lives out in Oregon and and he said he's probably behind the curve as as a coach but he's a great recruiter and that's three-fourths of it so if, that's what I would say having seen him a lot of South Florida too yeah yeah I mean I, I think he is a good coach though um maybe he's not the best coach and maybe there are better options out there for Florida State but I, I think he is a good coach and um I think you give him a couple of years he should be able to do well um yeah, he's just, it's just going to take a little time longer than his previous two jobs. Well, that should just about do it for us, and uh, we will have to talk again very soon. I have some, we have some awesome. more good, good guests come up, too, so we'll tease those as uh, they get closer. But 
couple more people with, involved in the game on game day that I'm kind of excited to talk to. Cool. All right. Well, thanks a lot, everyone, and we hope to hear from you soon.